best not miss. Well, I'm a bunch of real proud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. Welcome to the Party Pal, the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. Welcome to the Party Pal is a proud member of the Osiris Media Group. What's going on over at Osiris? Check it out. A lot going on. That is OsirisPod.com. Uh, check out all their live events, all their podcasts, new and old. That is OsirisPod.com. I am one of your hosts, Michael Shields. I'm going to go ahead and break Larry David's rule uh, from Curb Your Enthusiasm and wish you a happy new year. It's our first episode of the year. And in it, we're going to look forward to the year ahead and preview a slew of the captivating television shows set to air in 2023. I have Ryan O'Connell back with us, and we're going to discuss all the shows. Uh, we're going to start by discussing a lot of the shows that are returning uh, for their latest season, shows like Secession, Barry, The Mandalorian, Loki, and a whole bunch of other great ones. Then we're going to dig into a bevy of television shows premiering this year. Ones that star such renowned actors as Meryl Streep, Woody Harrelson, Natasha Lyonne, Harrison Ford, Kate Winslet, Bob Odenkirk, and uh, Jodie Foster, Matthew Reese, a whole bunch more. So uh, a bounty lies ahead, and this episode of Welcome to the Party Pal prepares us all for the goodness that awaits. So uh, let's get right into it. All right, Ryan, welcome uh, welcome back to the party. Let's get into it. Uh, New Year. Uh, a lot of new shows coming away. How you doing? I'm good, Chef. How are you? I'm good. Yes, Chef. Yes, Chef. Yes. That's, I can't wait to talk about that. I know you just finished the bear. You you really enjoyed that, didn't you? Loved it. Don't tell my wife that I finished it, though. Oh no. Where, did, did she listen to the pod? She pod. I don't know. If she does, then the, the cat's out of the, <laughs> the bag. Out of the uh, yeah. No, I started watching it, and then I was like, Kim, you got to watch this. Yeah. We watched one, and then I couldn't help myself, and I just watched the rest of them. Yeah, they go quick. I think they're I just I, addictive I, too. Did totally. they come out as a binge, like as yes. one seat? Yes, oh, that's yep. smart. I'm ninety nine percent positive. I, I I could be wrong. I just I remember binging it, and I was really on top of it early. So I'm assuming. Yeah, I just I feel like I as like a week to week show. I wonder how the feeling would have been different. Yeah, yeah. There's a momentum, and there's a lot of energy in that kitchen. There's a lot of energy throughout the whole series. That that that. Yeah. So to take yourself out of that for a week and come yeah. back in, I, yeah, I, I loved it. And so yeah, I was just walking great. around calling people chef. So that's, a, <laughs> that's no. what I was doing. It's uh kitchen culture has been fun. I, I, I saw you tweet about it. I really enjoyed the menu. It was kind of like a weird um, <laughs> satire on the whole food culture too, but it was also one of the most, you know, usually I don't kind of like that kind of like, weird um you know horror type thing but this was like its own beast i really yeah i was delightfully surprised by the menu every every time i was like oh damn how you know is it gonna get crazier in this and like yes yeah. it is it's gonna yeah. get crazier yeah i wonder it's kind of um it had a little jordan peele influence yep, yep. of like sure. this like absurdist take on horror mm-hmm. which um i'm all for because i don't really do horror i'm good neither. I, don't, I don't know thank you yeah, exactly. Um, but I think the Jordan Peele stuff is interesting because it's just like a little more, it's just like a different way of doing it. Yeah. Like I watched uh, Nope right before yep. Christmas. Mm-hmm. It, it was fine. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Like visually, I think it's amazing. Absolutely. Like the story I was like up and down with, but I thought for the most part it was like, it's an entertaining movie. Yeah. 
Um, it's tough for him because he came out of the bat with Get Out, which is just amazing. So Unbelievable. Well, that's uh, what's pretty special about his work too. He speaks to something, you know, a lot of, yeah. uh, you know, there's a point and there's, you know, that this was about kind of like movies and, and, and you know, the, the movie industry too, yeah. as, as much as it was about, uh, you know, the spectacle and everything like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought the menu was, I don't, I didn't know what to expect going in. Yeah. And I think I probably said, this is fucking nuts. Eight or nine times. Absolutely. It's over like, and over, over and over again. It's yeah. It's, it's they 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 keep topping themselves and you don't you don't you know you don't see it coming in each each turn. It's 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 exciting. I I I can't believe how much I liked it. Yeah. What yeah. did you this is um what did you think of the ending when she's sitting on the boat eating the cheeseburger? It was I thought it was uh, kind of satisfying as her being um from the outside. I you know, it was a, a little hard to kind of, you know. Uh, suspend that disbelief for the moment of how she turned him by going back to his kind of roots and, and you know, yeah. that way. But I mean, you know, if you're buying into anything in the menu, you know, you're buying into the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was kind of, I don't know. It just seemed fitting to me. Did it, how, how about you? I liked it. I think because I think so much of the impetus for Ray Fiennes was that he just seemed sick of everything that he had become and that had become around him mm. and so when anya like taps into the this is when you were happy dude yeah yeah. yeah. i just wanted like i think it like it began yeah it kind of worked for me because it brought like back like why he really loved this and yeah. why he was like cool you can go there was once joy in it and yeah she tapped back into it yeah he was blowing up the whole thing because it just it just became all you know, he started to see the pretension, started to see the ridiculousness of the whole whole thing, I think. So, I mean, that's where there was some cool satire. And, and just, yeah. I, I forget the character's name, the one who took her there. And just him completely buying into the chef was just absolutely killing me the whole time. That's hilarious. Yeah, I just, yeah, it was just one of those movies you couldn't really take your eyes off of. But again, yeah, I was just like, what is going on right now? I just, I don't know. My wife wasn't as into it. I don't, I think... I don't think she. I think Surely not for everybody. I think Surely. that one shocks up as a L for yeah. uh, Ryan recommendations. <laughs> so I think I think she's up next. But um, yeah, it was. I was glad I watched it. It's fun to watch just original stuff. But you're like, this is cool. Totally, absolutely yeah. original. We are way off track, and the menu will do that. <laughs> we're we're here to talk about you know the the shows we're excited about in 2023. Let's kick it off talking about shows that are returning for um, you know they've already had a season or two under their belt. Um, we got some really heavy hitters uh, coming back this year. It's, it's obviously it's going to be another 2022 was crazy. The mm -hmm. amount of content out there. So, so much goodness. And, you know, it's, you really can't get to it all these days. And, you know, looking at what we have coming this year, we have the same thing going. It's going to be kind of the norm, I assume, with all these different platforms and how much money they're putting into it. Um, what are you most excited about uh, uh, for shows that are coming back? What's 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 the one? One or two that really, really get you, or more. Um, I mean, Succession's number one. Number one, no doubt. Yeah, I just, especially because because it's almost like a package deal. Yeah. It'll be fun to go back and watch some of last season. I can't wait. If anything, like if, if we don't have time to do the whole third season, yep. watch like the last couple episodes mm -hmm. and just how that show ended, and how they always like find these ways to reset the decks. Yeah. But within Definitely. like a small cast, like they kind of 
like they're kind of all in a similar position they have been but now it's all just different again yep and now you expect the kids to be aligned mm-hmm. like team i think we're like we're joking in the trailer like team rebel alliance or something like that <laughs> but then you're like cool i feel like we've been here before mm-hmm. how soon before one of them defects and you know just totally I, I just think with that that show has become well it's interesting because i think adam mckay and someone else produced the menu yeah and wrote on the menu so it kind of like has that same kind of vibe to it of just uh-huh. like it's so just wild and you can't yeah. take your eyes off of it i just i'm excited for succession to come back i really feel like it's like the leading like water cooler show right now yeah. at least in my world when when you know when that's on that's what's discussed everyone you know immediately you could tell everyone's watching on sunday night talking about it on monday it's 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 got that buzz it deserves that whole thing i um i just love thinking about where it left off too and you were alluding to it i mean this is i mean we might be seeing the rise of tom you know kind of coming yeah. coming into his own which Evil is a little tom lot. like get it man yeah. get it that was a huge, huge moment. And obviously, you know, I feel like Logan's kind of been crippled by something, um, whether it's his health or whatever, throughout the years. And he just seemed almighty at the end of yeah. last season. And then, like you said, the kids being together is that, you know, it's been fun to think about the end of the third season, that devastating moment between the siblings where, where um, you know, Kendall's admitting to to his involvement and in, in, in the, the kid's death and how they kind of rallied around him. That was That was absolutely amazing. And just, yeah. I absolutely cannot wait for that. I, it's, and I'm, it's, I'm not surprised at all that it's both, you know, kind of our number ones of what we're looking uh, back. I have a one A too, though, and it's, okay. I think you're going to really um, uh, agree, maybe agree with this because it was uh, one of your favorite shows. I think it was your favorite show last year. We got Barry coming back this year, right? Is that coming back this year? I, I'm pretty sure I saw it on some list. I, it's, it's, it could be later in the year, but I'm pretty sure it's coming back. I'm not, not positive. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Absolutely. Uh, another one very high on my list. I'm a, I'm a sucker for Grogu, uh, Man, Man, <laughs> Mandalorian. That's on that's on March first, 2023. Yep. That's coming back. That's that's always fun. He's uh, you know, we got to see the, the the Boba series was a little bit of failure in a lot of people's eyes, but towards the end of it, it turned into kind of some more. Uh, it, it they were kind of like straight up Mandalorian episodes at the end of the that's- season. That's what I read, and I was kind of almost just annoyed by it because I didn't watch Boba. Because just tune in, you can actually pinpoint those episodes. They're straight up Mandalorian episodes, and they're great. And it reminded me how good that show is, especially in contrast to Boba on Boba Show. Was it the last couple episodes? Last last couple episodes. They really they took a turn. Boba wasn't even in a couple of them. It was wild. Ah, those sneaky bastards. (laughs) Sneaky bastards. Sneaky bastards. Yep. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that. and one more while I'm in the sci-fi realm, Black Mirror season six comes around uh, okay. this year. It's been three years since we had a Black Mirror. I, yeah. I know, um, you know, I know how, like, you can really get a gauge on how much I like a show is when it drops and, like, it's, like, I just rip through. I don't even realize it. And in Black Mirror, I always do that. I, you know, a day or two doesn't pass before I'm already done with it and yeah. waiting, waiting another three years for the next season. Wow. I love yeah, Black you, Mirror. You must, be, you must be in an interesting headspace after that. <laughs> yeah, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I just, I, I always love, you know, uh, the different world building they do in each episode. They There's always, co- um, you know, really cool commentary, uh, uh, specifically on technology and how it affects humans and, and and the world. And I just always think that's a ton of fun. And there's so many different angles they take. It's been inventive, 
each and every episode is very, very invent- inventive and different. I, I absolutely love that show. Are you fan? Um, here and there, not yeah, like yeah. a an ardent supporter, but like I've definitely seen some, and like I definitely had some that I like. I thought were amazing. Yeah. The one with like the two women, the time traveling, like like the the time travel love affair one. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there's definitely some that resonated. Honestly, I'd kind of forgotten yeah. about it. Yeah, because it just said slipped off the radar, but um, yeah, no, I mean it's cool. Again, it's fun when just entertaining original things come into Absolutely. our lives. Yeah, definitely, yeah. and and has been been a while. What else you got? Uh, Yellow jackets. Yep. Those those just see what those just crazy gals are up to. <laughs> yeah. Eating, eating each other, finding out what's going on. Yep. I just that was just such a fun surprise of a show. Agreed. That like. I think we were a little late to you because it's just like you're there's so much stuff that comes through you just kind of some of the stuff just kind of grow like grows right across the radar yeah, you yeah, know? yeah but then like you start hearing about yellow jackets and you're like i was to check it out and then like that first episode it just was just was just bananas yeah. and then there's like the weird mystery and just i'm in i want to know yep. more absolutely no yeah. definitely as far as like intrigue and the mystery of the whole thing they did a good job uh, kind of you know taking us many many places it was it was it was a complete surprise it's one of those shows that like there's certain ones you know i'm obviously going to gravitate to right away and, and dive right into whether it's because of the showrunner or the actors there's other ones where i'm like i'm not so sure about and you kind of sit back and 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 you know wait to hear something or wait for like some sort of buzz to arise and yellow jack yeah. was the same for me and i'm like all right I, I i surrender i'll give in and i'm so glad i did it was really it's it's a weird show it's a yeah. fun show. Um, they really they 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 keep you guessing, and that's a lot of yeah. fun. And, and and I'm 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 really curious where they take it. There's two shows I kind of grouped together in that realm of what's coming back in 2023. That's Yellow Jackets and Severance, because like it just both of them kind of came out of nowhere for me. They created their own unique worlds, um, and just you know kind of killed it in the first season. And I'm like, all right, you did it. What do you got next? Like it's it's almost like there it was just you know it was it was it's really surprising what they did yeah and and it was so unique and i'm like all right can you do that again that's like i'm I'm not being skeptical because they were both really great but i'm just so so curious where both shows go because they that's, created such a unique world that's how i feel about the bear oh yeah honest. yep like i'm just i'm very interested to know like what season two is gonna be like yeah it's part of like what was so great about the show is just how much like it's such a pressure cooker it was yeah. mm-hmm. so going into the second season do you just like jump right into that yep. do you slow roll it into it like how's it gonna work like obviously i was reading some stuff about it and like you know carmy's still gonna be dealing with stuff and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like i'm just really I'm, i mean it's one of those things you got to trust the people who did it absolutely they burned that like, trust. Yeah, it's like yo, you you put down a great first season. Yep. You obviously know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. With that being said, <laughs> I just need to see it a second time through. Definitely. Because I'm just curious, and yep. I just like, and then like they also just left you with some pretty legit questions. Sure. Like, okay, cool. I mean, Michael was stashing all that money mm-hmm. that he was getting from was it Cicero? Yeah. I mean. Doesn't that money need to go back to Cicero? Something has to happen there. Or like, why was Michael? Yeah, why was Michael stashing it? Mm -hmm. 
And isn't Uncle Cicero going to have some questions when all of a sudden they have a new restaurant going in that costs money? Yeah. I have some questions. I also want to know how old do you, how old is Carmi supposed to be? Oh, that's a good, good question. Yeah. I just go late twenties. But is that possible? Like, I don't know how in the food industry, yeah. how quickly you can rise up the ranks. Yeah. I mean, if, I guess if you're a phenom, phenom, but they really, they make you earn it. You have to earn time yeah. under, under great chefs for sure. And I just, that's just one of the things I just kept coming back to. Like it seemed from a life experience, he was like mid thirties. Yeah. But then he looks late twenties. Definitely does. I don't. But then I was like, I don't know. I guess if you're, you're good, you fast track through, and then you yeah. get connected with an asshole like Joe McHale. And that's, yeah. that's <laughs> I think what we really need is a a few more uh, John Bernthal flashbacks. And oh. I mean, because he's and it was great to see him be that character because that character, you know, the 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 loss of that character really lingered over the whole thing and really affected what you know, these characters felt and, and why they acted in certain ways. And so learning more and going back is, I think, something that that could really work uh, if they do. Yeah. It. I mean, it was perfect, too, because, I mean, the way he played that character, like, you're instantly like, this guy's awesome. Like, this guy's great. And I think that was part of the draw of Mike as a person was, and they talked about how he was like everyone's best friend. He was like the center of the universe. And he shined his, like, and you're like, you got that in those, that one scene, how he just was just owning it. And then how like the, the fall off. And then when Richie's trying to tell the same story and the woman's like, wait, why were you at a bar at six in the morning? I said, not the point. I just thought that was amazing. Absolutely agreed. You know what? You know, I could really tell that you, uh, you're real fresh on the bear. <laughs> that you just, oh, <laughs> with these I details. Told, I, like I'm still calling my wife chef in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm, I'm like behind. <laughs> Excuse me. Of course. It's just, uh, it's just one of those shows that sticks with you. Absolutely. So there's two. Um, there's uh, just a couple more I want to mention. Two are real nerdy, but I'm really excited for. I I think Loki was my. Um, I think it was my favorite of any of the Marvel small screen stuff. I thought they they it was a really unique take. It felt so different. Um. I was surprised how much I liked it. I mean, I've always liked Tom Hiddleston as Loki, but I didn't know how he can carry a show or what they would do with it. It was amazing. I absolutely, that final episode where Jonathan Majors was involved as Kang and they just had this like conversation piece. I watch it from time to time. I love it that much. They talk. It's like a 20 minute exposition piece about Kang and it's Jonathan Majors at the height of his acting. It's amazing. Um, I'm really excited for season two on that. And um, Trekkie's, uh, Trekkies get, you know, a, another one real soon in uh, February. Uh, Picard returns for season three. I, uh, I love Captain Picard. Uh, the show is good, not great, uh, but okay. just, to spend more time with Captain <clears throat> Picard is a gift. So those are two sci-fi nerdy things um, I'm really waiting for. Uh, uh, anything else you got that's returning that you're excited about? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, let's see. Well, is, is Ted Lasso coming back this year? It sure is. I was going to close with Ted. That's, I mean, there you go. Come on. That's, there I mean, that's what I need to like feel happy about. Absolutely. I think and I mentioned it to you when we were talking about our best of the year when I talked about Abbott. I really seek out shows that make me feel good more and more. You know, mm -hmm. obviously, a lot of the stuff we're talking about is deeper and more profound and, and makes you think and dark in some cases. And I'm here for that. But it's yeah. just I, I I'm always seeking a balance now, and I'm always having like a, like a comedy in the tuck for right after yeah. I watch one of these hard things, and last no, is the ultimate one of those. 
That's funny you mentioned that. <clears throat> I remember one time, I think it's for Bro Bible, I wrote this piece about like companion pieces. Yeah. Like if you're going to watch this show, here's a good comedy to follow up with it. Love it. Because like that was my whole thing is like, I can't remember what this, what was the impetus for it? It was some intense show. I remember like the wife and I were watching and then we'd have to go and just watch like, I don't know. It's like, a palate cleanser. Office. Yeah, that was the whole idea. Like, yeah. just, like these palate cleansers. And I had yeah. this whole breakdown of like, <laughs> oh, if you're going to watch this, then go to this. And you're this yep. and this. I would love if you find that article, please share it. I'd love to share it with our yeah. listeners as well. Send, send that my way. I'd love to, I'd love yeah. to see it. Um, so Ted Lasso, of course, there's just a couple of I'll run through that I saw were coming up. You season four is coming. The crown's going to follow up their seasons of season six coming. Yeah. Another hands, handmaid's tale uh, forever. Forever. Whoever is able to, yeah. get, <laughs> is able to deal with that self punishment. The, there. The, the, um, the seven masochists out there who are like, yeah, yes, yeah. Let's go. I can't believe it's still going. I was, I was even, when I was reading about it, I was waiting for them to say the final season of the hand handmaid's tale. And it did not say that. Uh, Miss Maisel season five's coming. Oh, uh, and that's the last one. Is it really? I think so. Yeah. yeah it isn't season cool three of Ted Lasso the last season too. Is it? That's a, that's a bummer. I, I, I think I did hear I it might be coming to a close. Which in, in both sense, it's sad, but it makes sense. I agree. Absolutely. This is, and I don't know if this is, uh, my maturing. Yeah. Of <laughs> an old age or something. Uh-huh. I've come to this realization that like, I'd rather someplace. I'd rather leave, have his show leave with me wanting more. Totally. And staying around too long. Absolutely. You know, the like quality over quantity thing. It matters. Exactly. It's like, I love, like, one of my favorite shows ever is Arrested Development. Yep. Love it. Yep. But I have, I don't think I've ever watched everything beyond the first three seasons. I, I, I agree with you completely. I love that show with all my heart. I'm yeah. not sure I've, I'm caught up. And I'm fine with it. I've moved yep. on. It's like mm-hmm. with certain, like, bands and stuff you like you're like okay like they go start going in a different direction be like yeah we're good yeah we're good here yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i have my four albums from you yeah that i love and i'll listen mm-hmm. to all the time yep everything else that's fine guys i do what i do no thank you uh, thank you guys yeah but, thank you <laughs> exactly we got um, scott speed yeah yep. but like with miss mazel it's like you know you don't want it to fall into like a repetition thing yeah. you know and i think like with Ted Lasso, if if this is their last season, mm-hmm. you can see them not treading out like running the, the evil Nate, yeah, arc yeah, you into the ground because that's yep. not what the show is. Definitely. So like you could see them like, okay, they'll get into it, and probably by mid season they'll have some sort of conf- confrontation, mm-hmm. and then by the end of the season there'll be some sort of some sort of resolution. Yep, yep. Because that's what that show is. It's it's not going to go deep and like stretch it out. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, obviously the showrunners and I'm going to bring up one of the shows too, are up to other stuff too. You know I mean? Yeah. They, this is a success and you know, they can build off that and, and do other things. That's good. The only one, I another one that I think of, I enjoyed the first season of Perry Mason. It was just good fun. Perry Mason. Yeah. Coming. That was fun. I, I enjoyed that. So let's get into, um, and this is a, like a bottomless pit that we're diving yeah. into here. So we're going to kind of pick and choose. This is new shows that are coming out this year. When I was going through list, it was unbelievable. I mean, I know now I have to get Peacock because um, oh. it's good. I know I'm not, that's all I need. Another streaming service. I know. And just with all these streaming services, they've all, you know, all these, they're all, you know, big, big money companies, whether it's Apple, 
Amazon, these they, they have they have you know deep deep pockets and they're putting it yeah. into streaming things and they're getting huge names and they're just bringing some really amazing stuff to life. So I mean, we can go a lot of different directions. Um, I think we have to start with a show that's been shoved down our throats for the last two months. Uh, HBO is coming with The Last of Us, and that's the show. The, the marketing has just been wild. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like I have to watch it. I um. It's a little weird for me uh with video games as ip you know it's i'm not i i'm not a gamer really I, and yeah i mean unless we're talking about a show based off of like madden 94 yeah, from Sega, <laughs> you lost me i don't know because that's where my video games like life ended yep yep so anything beyond that i'm like sure whatever i don't know what you're talking halo whatever yeah, i don't know yeah. it's i mean Matt, it's, you know. it's not surprising though i mean if you look at all the numbers of what you know uh how much video games make how much they invest in these games. It's pretty much like making a movie, maybe even more. Yeah. I mean, this the industry is absolutely huge. So it's not surprising they're sourcing from that. Um, I'm not even that big of a zombie guy, but I mean, the whole thing, I, I, I'm in. Just Pedro Pascal's involved in it. It's HBO. It's the team behind Chernobyl. I'm the biggest Chernobyl fan. That Chernobyl's great. Craig, yeah. It was great. Craig Mazin and company are just absolutely brilliant. Um, I think from what I read there, uh, I think there's two... Uh, I'm speaking out of school. There's two, uh, the last of us video games. So what they're going to do is make those into two seasons. And that's the plan, you know, two seasons yeah. of this, which again, just speak to what you're talking that's about. Less that's is fine. More, less is more type thing. Just go for it. Yeah. Kill it. Um, I bring that up. Cause it's just something it's, you know, I've been like, what's the next HBO show. And HBO is yeah. like, this is the show. And this, they've, yeah. been, they've been pumping it. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. Like, yeah, I'm not a huge zombie aficionado. Mm. Um, and I remember even with like Walking Dead, I gave it a shot, and then I think I quit after season two or three because yeah, yeah, I was like yeah. watching episodes and like two times fast. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. This is dumb. <laughs> but the thing that it kept me going was that it was such a cool concept. Mm -hmm. But just yeah. I think they just I just wasn't like down with what they were doing. I thought it was kind of annoying. But so if they're gonna take a zombie apocalypse or whatever, I don't know the the whatever is going on with that show. Yeah make it better and bring yep. in pedro pascal and that dynamite little lady from game of thrones yep then sure and the team yeah. for, you know what i mean it's got good stock so totally giddy up I'll, I'll mess around with some zombies i'm in um there's two i want to bring up off the top that i'm really really excited for uh one is called white house plumbers it's Hell on yeah. hbo it's the people behind veep and then you know yeah. done veep so writers alex gregory and peter huock are involved it's um it's about the watergate scandal um, and it's starring Woody Harrelson as E. Howard Hunt um, and Justin Thoreau as G. Gordon Liddy. Sign me up. I bet you it's hysterical. The whole cast, when it rounds out, is amazing. Lena Headey's in it. Yeah. Um, uh, Dome Hall, Gleason. It's a really amazing cast. Uh, amazing people behind it. I bet you it's hilarious. The premise sounds perfect. I'm super excited for White House Plumber, Plumbers. And I mentioned Peacock. There's a um, Damon Lindelof has a new show coming out on Peacock in April uh, on 420 called uh, Mrs. Davis. Um, this is wild. It's about a nun okay, yeah. played by Glow's uh, Betty Gilpin, who is tasked with the mission of taking down an all-powerful artis artificial intelligence that shares its name with the show's title, which is Mrs. Davis. That sounds weird. Damon has all my trust in the world after The Leftovers, after Watchmen. Yeah. Um, just I'm excited. Those Those are two that really of you know this massive shows coming your way those are two that i'm pretty pretty pumped about 
Yeah, I mean, I definitely think White House Plumbers is up there for me. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's got, again, got good people behind it. And it's an interesting, interesting story. Watergate is like the JFK assassination. It's never not interesting. Totally. You know, like, cool. Let's just get me more information. Yeah. Like, I just want to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it looks great. I'd also say on the HBO front, because I guess this technically is a new show, but it's also like a new season. Uh, the True Detective. Yeah. It, it's like True Detective Night Country. Yep. Who's the ca- who's in the cast? Jodie Foster. Yep. That, and oh, it's like takes yes. place in Alaska. But it's kind of a new show because the guy behind it, Nick Pizzolatto, is not involved anymore. Nick's not involved. Wow. I can't believe Which, they separated him from that. I kind of think it's for the best. I Yeah. Yeah. Because he got a little too autonomous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, and it just was like, is anyone? Like, I feel like the first season was really cool. Second yep. season was a train wreck. Yep. Just bad. And like, it was very much like, is no one giving this dude notes? It's <laughs> like, you're just butchering it. There's a chance that they did give him full trust after the first I think season. that's what happened. Yep. And then mm-hmm. the third season kind of brought it back. But I think I I'm excited. That. My thing was like, why are they like, after the second season, I was so annoyed by it. I was like, why are they just making True Detective only his thing? Yeah. Like HBO, you could just do a crime series every mm. year and just yep. say True Detective, colon, insert here. Give I'm it there. to a different give it to a different person to run yep. every year. I think that's like that's money in the bank. And it's yep. I'm not gonna say they stole my idea, but it's like, <laughs> it seems like they <laughs> might not, have. not gonna say it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. I mean I'm just gonna heavily imply that you know i'm, I'm on to you guys yep so, yeah that, but, um, that's the one that i'm looking forward to true detective because i like a good dark mystery the white house yeah. plumbers just seems like it's going to be a good time totally it, i love i love that uh pairing of uh justin and woody too um yeah. interestingly enough we got from hbo this year uh the third miniseries and steven spielberg's world world war ii trilogy um following band of brothers and the pacific uh it's called Masters of the Air. So it's is obviously- that HBO or a- a- Apple TV? I'm not sure. I just assumed HBO. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think it's Apple TV. Yep. And this, like, it's funny going back. Okay, so going back to Severance. Uh huh. Like, I want to watch it. I don't want to pay for Apple TV right now. So I'm fine. I'm going to try to find a time where I can operate within a seven day window. Yes. To get <laughs> the seven days to get the seven day free. And Apple TV, if you're listening, <laughs> settle down. Um, so I can bang it out that, but then I see like this show's coming out and they've got some cool movies coming out. I'm like, damn it. Do I feel Apple TV now? Yeah. You know what, you know, what's coming out there that I think looks pretty good is called shrinking. And we were talking about the team, Ted Lasso. Uh, it's created by Jason Siegel with the Ted Lasso's, uh, Brett Gold, Brett Goldstein and Bill Lawrence. I mean, so that's, uh, that's the whole team that, uh, also stars uh, with Jason Harrison Ford. Who is uh making a whole lot of small screen appearances? He's also going to be in a Yellowstone spinoff called 1923. I'm not a I don't Yellowstone. Do you Yellowstone? The, I have I've I'm not part of the Yellowstone expanded universe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at a Christmas I was at like a holiday party over the break. I just to just step away because there was a deep Yellowstone conversation yeah. going on. Um, feels like when my parents were like in like all their the boomers were all watching Dallas and I was outside <laughs> like that feels like the same type of thing and yeah I'm sure it's really good I I, I don't mean to talk trash I don't know no I'm sure why. it's great yeah everyone who speaks on it speaks on it highly but I just for some reason I haven't 
dove into that world and i don't know i got i got enough i'm chewing on and i'm happy i mean doesn't it seem now like it's almost too much to just dive into absolutely because there's, there's the original show on. and then yep. there's like a prequel and this and is another this is this is i think this one with harrison form 1923 has to oh, be it's another. another prequel yeah it's another prequel. So yeah. at a certain point you're like it becomes insurmountable and you're yeah. just like i don't know man that's gonna be my excuse it's just it's just too much yeah there you go it's too much <laughs> it's just too yeah. much yeah so shrinking looks really cool i'm not sure what else apple tv has but You'll find that window and include shrinking in it as well. That should be fun. Well, Masters of the Air looks looks dope. It does. I, like I saw that and I was like, sign me up. I've I've I, loved I've loved those. I'm not you know war movies are tough. I I started All Quiet on the Western Front the other day and I was like sweating and having a really World War One is a especially especially oh, tough that's one. gnarly yeah that's it's super super gnarly. But those ones I've uh, Band of Brothers specifically really I found it really inspiring. That re- that that was mind blowing. Pacific's really good. Um, and I just, I'm, I'm sure this one really, really is fantastic as well. That's Masters yeah. of the Air. Yeah. I mean, it's all about like the bombers and stuff, which yeah. um, I read this book about Churchill a little while back and just how they would talk about the air war. Yeah. And how interesting it was. And it was just like, oh, I want to know more. Yeah, totally. Because it was just so crazy and just everything that went behind it. And so it's like, giddy up, man. Like that's, I saw that and I, that one I got excited about. Yeah. Absolutely. That one, I may have to get Apple TV. They may, <laughs> yeah. they may have gotten me with that one. Well, I mentioned getting um, a Peacock. Another um, Peacock one that looks a little fascinating is Poker Face. That's coming out just mm-hmm. in like 10 days or so. Um, it's a Ryan Johnson um, uh, series and stars Natasha Leone. Uh, the idea behind it is it's kind of like it's inspired by Columbia. Columbo. Columbia. And it's kind of like this, like week to week, you know, case yeah. situation, which is, which is fun. You know, I, I I love when a series kind of connects all the dots and runs through the whole thing. But I think this is another thing with maturity too. I understand why people were so into Law and Orders or something. Just having like a beginning, middle, and end to a show, yeah. it is satisfying. Yeah. I get it. Oh, no, it's yeah, it's fun. Like sometimes, like you don't need a whole season to solve something. You want but then, exactly. like, you're not, maybe you won't even solve it yeah like that's the kickers so it's like the episodic nature of, i mean that's why mandalorian's kind of fun totally yeah exactly each episode just, is onto its own yeah each episode is going on another adventure like he just gets roped into something else yep absolutely so, it's okay but to I'll... say no once in a while mandalorian <laughs> <laughs> it's all right <laughs> yeah what else you got um fargo yes which, again it's a returner but it also we have john like- ham if, yeah that's how i saw that and i was like get out of town that's great i and love like, Argo. the first two seasons uh the first three seasons specifically season two i i wrote an article uh about it at across the margin uh calling fargo season two like the perfect season i just i yeah. thought it was a tremendous thing what excites you about this recent one i mean i love i mean yeah season two i mean i remember yeah i think i like ranked the best seasons of the decade or something yeah. and it's i had stunning. that in the top five because i just thought yeah. season two was amazing amazing um season three was cool it was like almost like a step down from season two yeah yeah it was good though season four like there's parts i liked what a cast i felt felt like they squandered the cast a little bit yeah because it just got it became a little too formulatic yeah and like the mob beef agreed territory i i still liked it but i it's 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 not at the level of the other ones yeah but there's still like such a vibe to it and just like it's so weird how it's inspired by the Coens. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's just, and I'll be interested to know how this one connects with the other ones. Cause they yep. all have like this through line. There is absolutely. And how the stories work. And I don't know. I love Fargo. I'm happy for that one to come back. Yeah. And I think John Hamm's great. John Hamm's great. I, I, ever since Mad Men ended, I'm just like, people need to keep finding vehicles for John Hamm because I really just enjoy watching him. And I, I yeah. even watched the Fletch movie. It's not good, but I'm just like, John Hamm's <laughs> in it. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I wanted to watch that, but like, because he's like funny too. Like, he's, he's he, like, I don't know. He's really good. Just keep doing your thing, John Hamm. He's John, <laughs> his, yeah. uh, his appearances on SNL are legendary. It's great. Yeah. Um, Apple TV, again, uh, there's a show coming called extrapolations um and this looks wild because it's a show featuring kind of these interconnected stories about climate change and how it affects humanity the cast of this and uh, they obviously be in their own different episodes is um meryl streep kit harrington sienna miller matthew reese uh david diggs uh marion cotliard forrest whitaker toby mcguire carrie russell edward norton murray bartlett diane lane Judd Hirsch, Heather Graham. I can go. I stopped writing it down. I can go on and on. So they're going big at this show called The Extrapolations on uh, Apple TV. And that'll be interesting to see because I, I I appreciate some commentary on how climate change is going to affect humanity moving forward. But wild cast, it's right? It's like uh, listing a cast for a new Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, like Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one I got listed, which looks interesting. Uh, that was on all the lists. I was looking at Daisy Jones and the Six. It's on Prime based on oh, the yeah. novel by... Taylor Jenkins Reid kind of felt like might be, you know, almost famous vibe. Follows like a Fleetwood Mac type band. Um, it's rumored that Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers is uh, helping influence the band sound. It just looked fun. I, I like dipping into that. Like, I think it's 1970s rock world. I'm, yeah, I'm, that's what I saw. Like, I didn't know anything about it. I just was like, okay, I'm interested. Yeah. I like, like, I mean, especially, I kind of actually, I'm kind of over biopics of musicians a little bit Me too. right now. Not my thing. I it's think, the same same arc each time. It has the same feel. And it just, it's, I don't know if it's like, again, if I'm getting older, so I'm like more familiar with these artists, yeah. you know? So I yeah. think that, so like, you know, I saw they were making one of like Bob Marley mm-hmm. with the dude um, who played Malcolm X in One Night in Miami. In Miami, Miami. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he and was great. And he's great. And I'm sure yeah. he'll do a good job of this, but yep. it's like, I can't separate I can't. the two. And then I, it's like, I even saw something recently where Brian may of queen was like, I think there needs to be a Beatles biopic, like Bohemian Rhapsody. And first off, I'm like full of lies. Cause <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody was just incredibly his, historically inaccurate yep. all over the place. But like, no, like I just, so I think, but I think the, the story of like a band, like that's why almost famous is so fun because it's yep. like, the story of a band, you can have these beats, yep. but if you can get creative with it and fictionalize it a little bit, then I think it's interesting. I agree. I'm not really like, I think I just feel like the biopics, I'm good. Yeah. Like, unless, I, agree. I don't, I mean, maybe I'd be interested in one here or there, but I just, they I can't remember the last time I saw music. About the musician and the artist. And like you said, there's intera- inaccuracies. They, seem to take you know liberties that that make me feel weird about the situation you know sometimes the families are not okay with it and just like yeah there seems to be a lot to a lot of baggage with those things and it's just they they seem to do the same thing you do the whole rise with them then they end with the fall and they just all feel the same they feel too exploitative at times and just i just i well, yeah i mean it just me. it's funny like 
I remember watching Bohemian Rhapsody and not being super familiar with Queen, but yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. And I thought the Live Aid stuff was amazing. Yeah. And I'll still go back and watch that because I think that's just a fun 20 minutes, whatever. But then yeah. you start reading it about it and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> they make it seem like he wasn't in Queen and came back and then died two days <laughs> later. It's like, that's, none of that stuff's true. That doesn't make sense. Like, if you out. actually, yeah, if you line up the actual chronology of Queen with that movie, it's just like, it's not even a funhouse version. There. It's just, <laughs> enjoyed it. So yep. it's like, why are we doing that? So like, I had this Daisy Jones in the six too, because I was like, that seems fun. A fake yep. oil history. Yeah, that's cool. I like real oil histories too. Absolutely. Um, we haven't mentioned Netflix at all. There's one that that um, I'm sure as Stranger Things comes to a close, they're going to you know uh, put a lot of stock and money into Sean Levy and the Stranger Things showrunners uh, to, you know, to stick around Netflix and do things. The next thing they're doing is called all the lights we cannot see based on the book of the same name looks really interesting to me. I, th- I thought the story um, uh, sounds cool. It follows two teens during world war two. So they're keeping the, the younger vibe there, mm-hmm. a blind French girl who lives um, with a war vet uncle and a young German boy who's forced to fight as a Nazi. I bet they kill that. That story sounds super interesting. It's, you know, it's a, it's a, always a wild world to live yeah. in. And they've, they've proven that they can really make some, captivating and and fun and interesting tv i mean they've kept stranger things going when it feasibly should have been one or two seasons totally absolutely it's the fact that it's still interesting and you still like i think this upcoming last and final season will be super cool man the upside down's here totally they go big too i mean these are all like at this point these are all like each episode's like a big movie (laughs) like yeah playing around yeah yeah, no, so I'm excited for that. I guess my last one was back on Peacock was uh, Bup Kiss. Okay, what's the that? P, it's the Pete Davidson show. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Where yeah. um, Joe Pesci is his grandfather. Yeah. Edie Falco oh, cool. is his mom. Uh-huh. I think it's just like, you know, I think we've talked about this before. Like, just it, there, there's a place in the world for good yeah. 30 minute sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Abbott Elementary, something that makes you feel great, yep, or Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which you're just laughing at terrible people, uh-huh. like whatever it is, that 22 minutes, like there's a place in the world for that. And Absolutely. If that scene, like Bupkis is cool, like I like Pete Davidson. I don't really yeah, care about his. Fun. I don't really care about his dating life, but no, um, as a performer, super nice guy. Got to meet him one time. Super. Oh chill. yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> we had him for a show. And I had to give him directions. He's uh-huh. like, I ran up to his car and he was him and two of his buddies. And he's like trying to tell him, he's like, do you just want to like hop in? We'll drive over there. So like I hopped in his Mercedes with him. Just, I think I got a contact eye. <laughs> and then it was just like fun. Like Love he was it. just super chill, yep. really nice guy. I mean, this was five or six years ago, but, sure. um, but it's cool. And yeah, like Joe Pesci's coming in like for yep. like a show. Like that's great. Yeah. I think Bob Kiss could be fun. Yeah, the time frame. You know, I'm talking. We're talking about kind of how these uh, those shows make us feel. Also, the time frame. You know, sometimes you don't have that time to invest. And having these 25 minute shows or 22 minute shows is awesome. Uh, just to run through some more, we got a couple more Star Wars shows coming this year. Skeleton Crew looks really cool. The Acolyte, another Justified series. If you're into the Justified universe, uh, Justified City Primeval, final season of Snowfall is coming. Uh, the After Party is another fun one. That's like just lighthearted so after party season two is coming on apple tv a dune show is coming uh on hbo max um a dune show 
the do yeah, it's called dune sisterhood don't know anything about it but if you're into dune that that's coming okay. kate wins coming back on hbo uh, a show called the palace uh it's, it's about one year uh inside a palace during an authoritarian regime uh a show on hbo called the idol uh it's about a pop star and a self-help yeah. Guru created by the weekend uh with Sam um Levinson of Euphoria. And this should be interesting. Uh Bob Odenkirk's got a new AMC show called Straight yeah. Man. Uh he's an English department chair uh at a struggling Pennsylvania college. I bet you that's interesting. Bob's always cool and everything. That's just the tip of the iceberg. I just I just yeah. cherry pick some things. There's so much coming. So it'll be another fun year in TV. Yeah. I mean, my last two I would throw out is Top Chef. Yep, I, I love Top Chef. Top Chef's great. It's it's like the only quote unquote reality show I watch. Yep, um, good choice. It's great. I mean, I because it's not a, like there's no like backstabbing and bitching and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just all about the art form and like totally. I just think it's fascinating and it makes yeah. me hungry. Yeah, they don't get into the drama. It's just, no. it's just it's just into whatever the competition is. We need that. Yeah, and like the, the other chefs, like the other chefs, like help each other out and stuff yep. like that. I think it's great. Totally. And then. uh I mean, going back to sports, yeah, <laughs> the Women's World Cup this summer. Oh, we got the cup. I'm yeah, glad you mentioned that. The Women's World Cup's world, great. It's a, it's a fun world. And the World Cup, men or women's, is great. Yep. At least with this one, the U.S. is actually good. They're good. So you can actually, like, get behind it. Where, where does it take place this year? Do you know? Uh, I want to say Australia. Oh, cool. So there's less less baggage in where it's taking place as well. As of right now, that's <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, you don't have to feel bad about it from like a you know sociological standpoint. Human, and, human humanitarian. Yeah, the standpoint. U.S. team is like the women's team is amazing. Totally and great, and the personalities, and I'll fall in love with Alex Morgan again. Yep, that'd be great. We all will. Yeah, and try not to talk about it too much in front of my wife. It'll be good times all around. I really appreciate that you brought brought sports back into it. That's yeah. uh, that's what we're here for, right? Yeah. I love it. Well, especially with daughters too. Like it's yeah. cool. Like I remember the last Absolutely. one watching it with my daughter, who was like fourth time, whatever. Yeah. It was really cool. Now I think even more so. Mm-hmm. She'll get really into it. Two yep. year old, Mine too. year old. It's not Coco Melon, so she's out. <laughs> but like, um, I don't know. That's that's the one thing I'm looking forward to. Love it, love it. So lots to chew on, lots to watch. It's really it's gonna be another another fun year it's gonna be interesting to see when we convene at the end of the year what we choose of any of these make that list of the best of the best but cool i hope we gave everyone out there listening uh something to watch and something to be excited about i know i am ryan thanks so much appreciate you coming back on and talking about a whole bunch of shows once again (laughs) no problem man excellent thank you everyone out there for joining the party once again This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at osirispod.com.